Hello, everybody, and welcome to the inaugural episode of the Get Geek Podcast. This is our first episode. This is a generational podcast, and we're going to talk about everything movies, TV, and comics related. If you guys give us some feedback, we'll talk about that stuff, too. My name is Walt. Let's introduce everybody here. This is AJ. I like stuff. You'll find that out sooner or later. (laughs) This is Wolfie. What's up, guys? Hey, what's going on, guys? This is Jose. Um, I'm a nerd like the rest of this crew over here, and we can't wait to talk to you about all things video games, uh, movies, TV shows, comic books, and all that stuff coming up down the line. The whole thing. Literally anything that we can geek about. Eli, and I like stuff, and I have a weird voice-changing problem. Don't judge. It's called puberty. That's the generational thing that we're talking about. And stop copying me. Copyright infringement. You're stuck between a couple of generations. A few of us are stuck between a couple of generations, I guess, over here, but you're the prime example. Let's put it this way. The best way to understand the generational aspect of this podcast is Star Wars. I'm original trilogy. As am I. AJ over here is prequel trilogy. And... Eli over here mm-hmm. is current trilogy. current trilogy. The so sequel trilogy. Trash. Our stuff spans 40 years, people. So there 50 you go. 50 years now, right? Dude, not that much. Close. They ain't that old yet. Uh, 76. Well, right? I was born when freaking Empire yeah. Strikes Back came out, so that's like... A little bit of dating. So you're you're you. you're mid original trilogy. Or I guess I guess I was like six months old when like the Empire Strikes came back. Empire Strikes Back came out at some point. At, at that point, trying to get that out. So That's yeah, true. and so, he was born, meaning AJ. He was born when the prequel trilogy started coming out. Yep. Was 99? 99? About 99? Yeah, he was, it was nine, he is, the first he is one was 99, 99, though, right? The yes. first movie. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the, then, the prequels are how I got into it. And Eli, he is fully a Ray Kylo shipper or something like that. No? No. no. Hey, man, don't judge. Anyway. That don't work. So what do we got on the docket today? We're going to we're going to be discussing uh video games today, right? Yes, we are. I think we're going to we're going to go and we're going to talk about best video games in terms of different genre. Yeah. yeah. In terms so, of a few different talking points. Um can you tell us which which ones those are? So, uh, you know, just a little bit of a kind of uh, some guidance for uh, our followers out there. Um, we're just going to sort of be uh, doing like a roundtable discussion on topics and just have you guys kind of be, you know, the fly on the wall and uh, listen in on our conversation. You know, you tell us uh, what you guys think, if you guys agree with some of us or don't. But today I think we're going to be going over, uh, you know, best shooter, best video game with uh, the best storyline, best adventure game, best... Uh, uh, Hack and slash, RPG, online game, sports game, and the horror game. That's a lot of games we're gonna go through. No oh boy. We're gonna try to get through them as soon as uh, as quickly as we can. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, where should you? Where do we want? Where do we want to start? Just Let's jump in, man. Like like maybe start with whatever genre you think, and give us your opinion on what your favorite or a couple of your favorites are in that particular genre. Well, I, I, let's go ahead and start with shooter then, because that's I think the uh, most uh, popular competitive overall game, you know, across all like you know ages, right? And, yep. Um, yes. Mm-hmm. Personally, 
Uh, since I'm kind of on the spot right now, uh, <laughs> while I'm a huge fan of like you know, you know, real war uh, shooting games, I, I've got to say Halo is the oh, best all-time shooter, mine. in my opinion. <laughs> no, we, we can agree though. We you can guys agree. can agree. Yeah, That's yeah, fine. Yeah. That was um, mine too. Well, we, I guess we got a consensus got, on this got, one. Next yeah. topic, no. Three votes for Halo already. <laughs> well, I mean, personally, my thing, the reason I like the Halo so much is just because, like, it's like a shooter that had such a unique story that had elements of uh, action, drama, and comedy. So much of it and, and so well balanced, um, aside from it being set in a sci-fi world, you know, where I enjoy so many, sci- like, you know, science fiction stories and stuff like that. So I, I really liked that aspect of it so uh you know i i, I always remember i mean, halo is not one of my favorites well halo is not my favorite it's one of the the better ones that i played though but i always remember when walt and i would have our little late night co-op games where oh, we would yeah. try to oh, beat yeah. the original halo and especially near the end of the game when we would try to decide who the hell was going to drive the damn warthog <laughs> over the yeah, like yeah. we had so much problems with that didn't we yeah because like you you were older so you had a, like a driver's license i think i already had one at that point too if i miss <laughs> if i, if I, I don't remember know. <laughs> i don't know if <laughs> a real i had just world, started driving i don't know if a real world does driving matter. license but, but you know listen, we were using logic you know we were trying to do everything listen don't up and up don't laugh believe it or not I learned how to drive playing Gran Turismo. Same. I, 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 I believe Gran that. Gran Turismo gave that, me all the things in terms of aspect, um, apex turns and making That's sure you, you've got all four wheels down before you, you speed up and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That's how I learned how to, That's how to drive. That's absolutely true. But I know? feel like, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but... I feel like there was a little instance of like I'm older, so I'm going to use whatever excuse to. to <laughs> yeah, well, I have a driver's but license. But I was cool drive. with it. Remember, <laughs> I was cool with it. Well, I think I, I think when we beat it first, though, I was driving though. If you remember correctly, yeah. And right. remember, there was always the part where we got to the light bridge, but then toward the right hand side, all the enemies would come out, and mm-hmm. and the thing the thing would not open until we cleared that whole area out, right? Yeah, and you would you would like cannon all of them at the end when we finally like beat the game and I was driving. I do remember that. I do remember that. I, I mean, is it is it a general consensus that like, you know, Halo is I mean, I guess we at least have three votes, but one uh, of the better ones. One of the okay. better ones. Yeah, okay. I agree. Well, why, why don't you guys tell us a little bit about how you feel about it? Um, AJ and Eli, like what you thought of Halo and why it's your favorite. Man, I loved Sergeant Johnson. Yeah, he was awesome. He has a very awesome speech in Halo 2 when, uh, so they're in uh, Mombasa at the time. It's not new Mombasa because it didn't get blown up. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They're going into the Prophet of Regret, uh, basically the leader of a very evil uh, alien race that's kind of a, they they just want to kill everything. So... They, uh, they're invading Earth. They, this was kind of the whole reason, because there's a game, they have a few games that deal with this. Like, mm-hmm. everything Halo Reach, Halo 1, they did not want the Covenant to find Earth. Yeah. Halo mm-hmm. 2, they find Earth. Mm-hmm. Right. So, when the Prophet of Regret, it, he's known for being a little cocky and, hey, I'm going to do this first. So... Mm-hmm. When he went there half-assed, okay, I don't know if we're going to do that yet, but sorry. Um, They were... Language. When when (laughs) the UNSC was moving in to attack, he just makes this awesome speech. And I I wish I remember what it was, but 
it entailed kicking aliens' asses, and it was amazing. Yeah, the, the and then the, the scarab comes out awesome, of nowhere yeah. and, sh- and, and and shoots the the pelicans down. This is awesome. <laughs> no, he was a great character. I thought he was awesome. Just you know that yeah. master sergeant kind of, uh, um, you know. It just reminded me of like Full Metal Jacket and all these other war movies. That oh you always gosh. have like that one guy that no matter what was like just a total badass. No matter he was small in stature, yeah. but he was like always a Kimbo with two cannons <laughs> yeah. and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, personally, I think that like the one thing that I love the most about Halo is the soundtrack. Soundtrack oh, is like pretty that good. is like, like like exactly. And, and my thing is, you talked about like the 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 Warhog, like you know, race it to to escape at the end and. All I could just think right now is like, you know, and that's just like, it just made that walk right so much fun. You know, and like, I could probably play that level forever. You know, you know how good the music is? Like, I know, I know it sounds like I'm definitely giving a vote of confidence again for this is my favorite game, but the music is so awesome in Halo that when I play shooting games, most of the time, I prefer to turn the music off. To have like that real environment to be able right. to hear your mm-hmm. enemies, hear the shooting, yeah, and like yeah, hear yeah. everything so like that. Halo, I would never do that because that feels like blasphemy turning off the music in Halo. Halo, no I actually, what. I bought the soundtrack to Halo Three, um, the actual soundtrack because it was just so good. And you know, at that time I was, uh, you know, a, a good friend of mine, John Diaz. Who uh, shout out to to John Diaz, who works at Amazon, video game designer, and um, and he he used to listen to it to work. And wow. at the same time, I was, uh, you know, while he's coding and stuff, he would, like, play it to, to work amongst <laughs> other things. And then, like, I started listening to it to do, like, schoolwork because I, you know, went back to school to do a mobile development and so on and so forth. And, like, it was just, like, like the pacing of the music just made it easy. I don't know. It just... It was just so good. I mean, crescendos. It gets you really pumped up and yeah. stuff. You well, know? It, it, did it depend on what you were doing? Because you have, like, the, the the epic action theme, and then you have, like, the, Gregor- the Gregorian monk nah, chants. you know what? You know, that's, you, like, kind of like... That's true. But no, check it out. So, so I think, like, this is why I thought that soundtrack worked so perfectly, is because when, like, when I was learning how to code, it's like, okay, I'm trying to figure out how to solve the problem. And then I'm trying to, like, you know, figure out, like, my, you know, basically how I'm going to get through it. So, like, a lot of the music, you know, if I remember, was, like, kind of, like, discovering music and, like, kind of lulls and, like, focused. And then almost almost just when, like, the music hits, like, uh, you know, the, 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 the big, like, final battles and stuff like that, that's also when I got in my groove. <laughs> and it's, like, it motivated me. It would wake me up and I'm, like, you know, all right, now I'm, like... You know, putting in work. You know what I mean. So I don't know. It was funny like that. It's like you know, I like I feel after that. that I started listening to soundtracks to movies and stuff because, you know, I realized that like these soundtracks can actually kind of like, you know, make me oh, feel absolutely. like my regular day to day is like an actual movie. <laughs> so I got to do that more often because I listen to like the Rocky soundtrack at the gym, but that's about it. That's like the only time I'll pull out like a bust out a specific soundtrack. Rocky Four. I mean, obviously, a great obviously. Um, I found the quote by the way. For what? For uh, what? the thing I was talking about in Halo Two. You found it. You gotta. Yeah. You gotta say it in his voice. I'll, I'm gonna try. <laughs> <laughs> so there, just to provide some context again, the cov- the the UNSC, the Earth Forces, they just decoded the message that regret's gonna need help, and they keep hearing regret, regret, regret. So in response to this, our dear friend Johnson says, "Dear humanity." Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I want to do something with that. <laughs> okay. Wait, what? You may go. All right. 
Dear humanity, we regret being alien bastards. We regret coming to Earth. And we most definitely regret that the Corps just blew up our raggedy-ass fleet. <laughs> it's amazing. If they ever make oh, a Halo man. movie, the guy who was, um, oh, what the heck is his name in the, in the show Dexter? Um, the guy who, who has that meme where he goes, surprise, motherfuckers. Like, he needs to play that character in the Halo movie. I can't remember his freaking name on, on the Dexter TV show oh, right now. Oh, dude, I know exactly what you're talking about. You know what I'm talking about, right? Surprise, motherfuckers. Like that guy. Some, some fries, motherfuckers. Yeah, some fries, motherfuckers. Man, nice. I love that Yeah, they made that into an even funnier that's meme. That's a funny one, yeah. Well, that's, that's from a show called Dexter. Um, um, what about... There's, there's, hold on, real quick. Just They're... Aren't they making headway on on the series? Yes, they out? are uh, for HBO. Yes, so the yes, Halo, Halo series. Yeah. Oh yes, that, um, yeah, no, Pablo Schreiber out. is in it. Yeah, it's not the actor um, Pablo HBO. Schreiber. It's uh, Showtime. It's coming out oh, on Showtime. Showtime. Okay, thank yes. God. Eli, they've yeah, already. This guy, is master, this, this guy is Master Chief, right? Yeah, Pablo Schreiber. Is he's Master uh, Chief. He's in um, American Gods. Jeez. And they've already started production. He's a good actor. He's been in a lot of stuff. He's been in The Wire, Orange is the New Black, American Gods. He's all over the place. He's Lee F. Schreiber's brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you know that. Leah, that that's Leah Schreiber's that. brother. I, I, I could know. not remember this guy's name for years, and I only knew him as like porn stash or something like that from Orange is <laughs> New Black. That's true. And then I was like, oh, his name is Pablo. It's so e- easy to remember his name now when you know he's Leah Schreiber's brother. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, his name is Pablo Schreiber. But I, li- I like him a lot. He's a great character. I'm going to have two he's kids. Awesome. One I'm going to name Leah. The, the other, other one, one Pablo. Pablo. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is. They're half brothers. But anyway, anyway, um, Eli, can you tell us just a little bit about why you love Halo, real quick? Well, um, yeah, most Halo games sucked. <laughs> what? Uh, not to be honest. Uh, Halo 5. You can't do oh, that. Oh, well, yeah, I, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to. Yeah. <laughs> Halo yeah. 5. Yeah, okay. What, what's is that, Guardians? How I can thought. you say most, though? can't say most. Yeah, even I like okay, most some, of the Halo some. games, and I'm not as big like a fan one. as you are. Like um, one. Like one. One. That's Halo yes. 5. Well, tell us about yeah, the okay. ones you That's like, man. Yeah, tell us what you like about it. We ain't hating on this today. Okay, tell us okay. about some love. Well, I really like the storyline. Um, yeah, I really like the story storyline, and just like um, Meta, Andre, AJ, AJ. Already, we're messing this up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I liked uh, Sergeant Carl Johnson. <laughs> Some fries, motherfuckers. <laughs> I'm about to spaz out. His name is Avery Johnson. <laughs> Bro, I'm like so tired. Right <laughs> Too, much that voice thing right now. Too much ice. Yeah, I'm so tired right now. <laughs> I just ate like five burgers and forget it. They were right? sliders. Yeah, sliders. So yeah, I really like Halo because of its storyline. It has, it's really suspenseful, sp- suspenseful, and that's um, mm-hmm. you did have a lot of You haven't even right. played three in yet, between games. and that's one of the best. Three I know. Is so good. Yeah. Oh and they're God. coming out with a new one. Am I correct? Yes, they are for that new, yeah. uh, that new gaming Scarlet? system. Yeah. Oh, Halo's one of those franchises that are never going to go away. So. Yeah. yeah, there has to be one on every Microsoft console. For now. Yeah. And it has to be a launch title for every Microsoft console. Excuse me. You know? Um, okay. All right. So, 
So I'll tell you quickly my favorite shooter. And yeah, it, I want to know what your favorite it, shooter is. It has to be, you know, there's a lot of shooters that I've loved over the years, and it's kind of hard to quantify this one for me or to decide which one is which because you have your single-player shooters. You think you know what I'm going to say, but you don't exactly know what I'm going to say. That's one of my top picks. Yes, Battlefield is one of my favorites. It's not my favorite, though. Um but it's hard to quantify because you have your single-player shooters, your classic single-player shooters overall, from back in the day. Overall, you got to um, overall. But, like, yeah, the, the, I'm only saying this because of hours logged on this game, and it's Gears of War. Mm, reason, okay. The reason why it's Gears of War is because no, like, you know, I spent a lot of time playing Team Fortress. I spent a lot of time playing Battlefield, as I mentioned a moment ago. I spent a lot of time playing all these great online shooters. One of, my, one of the games that I'm going to talk about later is a great shooter, but I'm con- including it in a different genre for a different reason. Uh, and that's one of my favorites. But the sheer amount of time, the sheer amount of moments that I remember, like playing Gears of War online, the sheer amount of awesome kills, the sheer amount of like taking out the whole other team, like you know, for me, that's why Gears of War is my favorite. Also, because at the time, now there's so many games like it, but at the time, Gears of War was like that's a very true. new experience. It was very new, right? Very With the cover system, yeah. especially. Yes, exactly. Yeah, the cover the system was sort of revolutionary. The roadie run was revolutionary. Over the shoulder. Yeah, over the, the shoulder. Like, there were yeah. third person shooters, but not quite Chainsaw. like. <laughs> I was going to say that. Right? The violent tagging people were grenades. It really wasn't. The map different. design. The first Gears of War. The sticky grenades. You know, I had more fun with Gears. Gears of War 3 online, actually, in the end, but there wasn't a more perfect shooter for me that I would spend so many hours on That's true, yeah. other than Gears of War. And the single-player campaign was awesome, too. We did, Me and Walter did that co-op so many times also because we always love to do these games co-op, and we would have we would like yeah, call out enemy positions and stuff like that. We would like get real into it. So like that's always a cool memory with all these shooters. But for me, Gears of War, for those reasons, and you know the story is out there. It's crazy. Um, it's not so crazy. I mean, it's it's a it's a crazy sci-fi it's story. Crazy. It's a crazy. You know, sci-fi, yeah, it would make an interesting movie, but it would be oh, like yeah. kind of a campy, fun like. I think yeah, it could be exactly. like a horror action movie. That'd yeah, be dope. You know what movie always reminds me of it at the end? Uh, District Nine, when he's using all those crazy weapons at the end. Oh, I have yeah. this Gears of War thing going on in my head yeah, when he's true. blowing people up with those weapons, but. Me, personally, in terms of my favorite shooter, that would have to be, and it's a very close, you know, to these other shooters, that's my number one favorite shooting game of all time. And what about you all? I'm going to reveal my fandom here. Um, And I I don't know if I can actually call it that much of a shooter, but Mm -hmm. I was a big, big fan of Star Wars Battlefront. Not the EA it's a shooter. Ones. The original the, the original one. It's ones. definitely a shooter. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But but purely for So for me for me, I, I enjoyed the fact that it, it was it was one of these games that it just blew my mind and it was something that I had always thought of that you can be able to transition from a standard shooter to a flight sim and back. Because remember, it had the space battles, right? Yeah. And the space battles, you can jump into a TIE fighter, go out and shoot, and you know, and have dogfights and stuff like that, and then go into another cruiser, land, and then go around shooting people. Oh, I love you. You know what I'm saying? That, mm-hmm. that for me was yeah. just one of these things where no like, games really wow. done that, right? There was it was the first one that really, really did it that way, and it was Star Wars, and then you mm-hmm. had the ability to be to to. Not only be like um, a, a stormtrooper shooting, it had the Jedi heroes. 
it had the Sith the Sith thing. So you can actually transition and say, you know what? I'm going to be Luke Skywalker, and I'm going to just saber everybody true, to yeah. death and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So for me, that was one of the, the things that I really... And that's why I say it's, it's really hard to call it just a pure shooter, because you also had... The lightsaber melee com- melee combat, yeah, you know, attacks mm-hmm. and things, and then it was a flight sim at the same time. But it's still but like it, yeah, it, it I would played classify. like a shooter. Yeah, it did. It played it did. like a shooter. I but mean, it had like, like, like every kind of how like yeah. Battlefield, you can jump in a plane, and right? Stuff. Like you get like so it had a little com- combination of different yeah. elements. But that was that was one of my favorites. Right. Or like I the Jedi Knight games, or, you know, the Jedi Knight yeah. games are shooters too. But you can jump around with a lightsaber and go crazy. I think they're making a new one of those, by the way. Random, random aside, a new Jedi Knight game. But yeah, that's a nice choice too. I like that one also. I was playing the recently the new Battlefront games. Those aren't bad, but they're, they're just it doesn't have the same heart as the other ones did. You know what it is you know, to me? EA. They look amazing though. Yeah, the graphics are probably some of the best you you'll see in shooting games, but like it's to me it's like a broken Battlefield as a Battlefield fan because they tried too much to like turn Battlefield into Star Wars. So that's why those aren't they don't have the same feel, okay. same unique and, fun of the originals. And loot boxes absolutely kill yeah. the first one. And and that that ill will transitioned into the second one. The second one never had a chance. You know. Yeah, but I mean, loot, loot, loot boxes, loot crates, and all that stuff, that kind of kills a lot of games, which is why a lot of games are actually taking them out now. You know what I mean? Like, yep. you don't really Thank have goodness. So, thank God. Yeah. Um, all right. So, what's the so, next genre? So, going from shooting, how about we go into favorite slasher or hack and slash? Like, mm. favorite kind of, oh. like, non-shooting uh, mass killing game, I guess. <laughs> Ooh, I got one. Um, I have damn. This one's hard. Actually, I didn't even think about this. I'll I'll jump into it while you guys are looking around. Actually, I want to see because I have one that just popped into my head, but I don't know if I want to say. So there were a couple I was thinking of here, obviously, Mm -hmm. because more recently I liked like Shadow of Mordor. I think that's a great hack and slash game. Uh, Like you know, Berserk. The guts game from I back in the day that. was awesome and fun. Ooh, that was what? on. There's a game on Berserk. Yeah, yeah it was, was on Dreamcast. Right? It was really good. I think no it was Dream, way. Dreamcast yeah, or one it of those was systems. Really good. Dude. It was dope. We used I to play the crap out of that to, one I'm too. A, I'm about to get Dreamcast. Super dope. That. Berserk. I think I still yeah. have my Dreamcast. I think it was called Guts that. Revenge That's or something, so crazy. right? Wait, is it based off the show? Berserk. Something like that. Show or the movies? Oh my god. The anime. I cannot believe that. And yeah, if I remember yeah, correctly, yeah. so the show. Yeah, yeah. it was okay. it was it was drawn in the same way as as the show, right? Oh my god, similar, but not exactly because you know no. obviously right. they couldn't make it perfect, but they but tried. It, but they tried as best they could, right? Yeah, that's yeah. what I remember anyway. But like, so good. there were definitely some awesome ones that I had to consider, and then the one that I'm a fan of that's probably my favorite now is actually a reboot of an old Nintendo game that was one of my favorites back then, one of my favorite adventure games, I guess. Ninja Gaiden. Oh, dude, I was gonna. Th- I was thinking about that. Ninja <laughs> Gaiden. Yeah. No. I don't know why I felt like I look at I looked at you and I'm like, oh, I think he's gonna say Ninja Gaiden. It's. I mean, it, it's. Wait, a is me- it Gaiden or Gaiden? I guess it's Ninja Gaiden, right? It should yeah, be Ninja, it Ninja Gaiden. Gaiden. But so Ninja Gaiden, the 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 recent ones that came out on Xbox and all of that, like. That you know, all these other games are fun, and like I said, Shadow of Mordor is fun. All these other games are like awesome, awesome hack and slash, like combos and stuff like that. But no game ever, like when you finished fighting a boss or clearing oh a room full God, of enemies, dude. no game oh ever mel- made you feel more like an actual freaking warrior than Ninja dude. Gaiden, especially I, with how hard that is. And like, oh my God, 
like I couldn't even, I couldn't barely beat that game on the normal difficulty. I never went to the hardcore difficulties that people like do these run throughs on YouTube. It's practically impossible to beat that damn game on the yeah, highest difficulty. Let me ask you, did you played the Xbox one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So on the Xbox one, I have a really funny story on the Xbox one. Okay. So on the Xbox one, the first Xbox launched and Ninja Gaiden was on there. Um, it was beautiful. You know what I mean? Absolutely. As far as, um, uh, as far as um, the visuals and everything, it was one of those games that definitely sold the console. Mm-hmm. You know, the animations, uh, the powers, everything but was beautiful. I'm playing that game and it's extremely <laughs> difficult. It's like, if I remember, like the very end of the game, you have like all these levels you gotta like get through, right? You gotta all fight right. bosses over yeah. again. Remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had to <laughs> fight all the bosses over again and stuff. All like of that. them. That was brutal. Mm-hmm. Right before the final boss, I I had died so many times <laughs> in this freaking thing Hundreds. that like right before the final boss, I I kill and defeat whatever I had to defeat, mm-hmm. you know, and I didn't get any of the power ups. I just went to like the next level and teleported uh-huh. up to the final boss, right, without getting any health. And out of desperation, I saved and overwrote my game. Whereas I'm in the final boss with literally 1% of health. And I never beat that game because I did not want to start the game all the way over just to get there. That happened to me too, but I started it over again. <laughs> Screw that, man. I was like, I couldn't because, you know, I didn't know. Obviously, I, I was like, oh, you know what? Like, I'm just going to like, you know, beat the nice guy and then I get the health. No, it happened to be the final boss and I only had 1%. <laughs> And That's I overwrote horrible. my game and had no other way. And I just literally just like said, I mean, for oh, well. Lord, I said, F this. And I just literally threw my control against the wall. I was so pissed. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, it was so, oh, God, that game was so hard. That's like what you guys that do with Skyrim. That was so hard. Right, that was probably on normal difficulty. It was too. on normal no. difficulty. It was that's so what, That's what you that do in Fortnite. Impossibly uh. hard. <laughs> No, I'm saying you it guys do dope, that. Though. You guys do that in Skyrim. You go into a place where it's like impossible, and you save. Uh, and every time you come back, you die instantly. Oh, especially yeah. with you know the mods, bro. The mods, yo. I had this one time where there's this little tiny goblin, and oh my god, I oh, swear to God, it one hit me. The 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 little skullings. Yeah, the skullings. There should be a law against that. You know it literally yeah. didn't like it have a like a coding law or something. They had like little spears. It had like they had like little spears, <laughs> and I was like high up in my level, definitely. Mm. Well, in the middle. Thirties, forties is still low. They were freaking scolding. <laughs> okay, fine, but they were freaking scoldings. You saw how much damage they did. They one hit me every time I reloaded. Uh, I reloaded my, that save literally Wait, out of is nowhere. It, is it, is it? It took me it, working some Skyrim so yeah. to die get out of that. And then respawn and then die and then respawn no, all, and then die. Loop. Yeah. All I saw well, was what happened is when he would load in, the mob would just instinctively go and then he yeah. signed in again and it go and then he signed in again and it go like all the all it showed all it showed all was it showed the um was him getting poked by a yeah. spear. And Ninja Gaiden was still harder than that. I, I bet <laughs> No, yeah, of course. Ninja so, Gaiden is one of the hardest games who, out there. Who who wants to go next on Ever. The that was just the first <laughs> Yeah, we got some slashers on there. What what do you guys think? Okay. Um I actually have two. Only one. Pick one. That's it. Just one. One? You one. Okay. one okay. and then you can Focus mention on one. You yeah. can mention the close second, but talk about one. This one I don't know too much about because I haven't played it as much, but it's Hyrule Warriors, and it's on the Nintendo Switch. Okay. 
That's kind of like Destiny Warrior. Oh, it's, okay. Yeah, it's a uh, it's yeah. Zelda but Destiny Warriors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's oh, it's a really those are fun. Yeah, it's a really fun hack and slash game, especially since you do like literally a crap ton of damage and yeah, you oh can kill God. like a hundred people at the same time, right? Like, yeah, but exactly. even though there's that, like you have a whole you have like a whole fortress that you need to, need to protect. So I literally have like three bot. Four, five bosses all in different areas around the fortress. If I beat one, I lose a game because the rest of them defeat uh, defeated those those parts of the fortress while I, while I only defeated one. So it's okay. very stressful. <laughs> yes, it really is so much that I almost broke my Nintendo Switch. Mm. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but anyway, um, yeah. Um, what about you, Walt? Yeah, it, it's it's very nice. <laughs> what type 90s. of shirt am I wearing? Uh, it's Darth, Darth Maul. I'm wearing Darth Maul. Skull. I'm it's going back to Star Wars, people. Oh, my gosh. Force Unleashed was oh one of my, my favorite hack and slash because not only are you hacking and slashing, but you're forcing all over the place. No, you, know you, you should have reminded me about that. I was going to say you that. You can agree with them. Yeah, you I should have said that. Force Unleashed. Force Unleashed 2, not so much. Yeah, I didn't but like Force it. Un- Force Unleashed, the first one, it actually had a very good story. It's too short for my liking, but there was just something about learning new force powers, gaining new lightsabers, gaining new lightsaber crystals. Getting, I was trying to get every single outfit that's, uh, that Starkiller had, and that story was just amazing. I mean, think about it. He was... Darth Vader attacked his village, and he recognized that Starkiller had powers because he literally takes the lightsaber out of Darth Vader's hand as a kid. That's pretty dope. You know what I'm saying? I know. So it's like Baby Yoda. Vader takes him and he becomes his secret <laughs> apprentice. And then as the story progresses, and sp- spoilers if you haven't played it, but by God, how old is this game? Yeah, it's it's like at least 15 years old at this okay. point, right? I'm that still going to throw the spoiler thing up or there. Like 10. Um, eventually, he he um, trains Starkiller, and the ultimate goal is for him to kill the Emperor and then the Vader and Starkiller would rule the galaxy together. So um, it had a really good storyline. And, of course, you had different... It, it wasn't as complex as Mass Effect, where you had different avenues. But there were certain points where you can make different choices, and it would affect the end of the game. But that's my choice. I, I really was a fan of I have Force a, Unleashed. I have a, I have a fun fact I know. Shoot. Uh, do you know what Luke's... Skywalker's original last name was going to be Star Killer. Yeah, there yes. you go. That was the, that was part of the title of Star Wars, wasn't it? The Adventures of Luke Star Killer. Yep. And the journey, oh, like the journey, yeah. the journey of the and, wills, and the Journal of the Wills, the Journal of the Wills. Yeah, it was Star Wars: The Adventures of Luke Star Killer and the Journal of the Wills, something like that, was yep. the, in the original title before he changed it all and got rid of Star Killer until Force Unleashed. And now, well, Force that. Unleashed is no longer canon. And now Starkiller Base is the canon of Starkiller. But listen, the, the actor that plays um, Starkiller, and, and again, reason why I... He got punked, man. Well, he did get punked, but the reason that I brought out the fact that I'm wearing a Darth Maul t-shirt is because he is the voice of Darth Maul in the animated series. And the Emperor, by the way. And as Jose said, he got punked because what they've done is they've taken Ian McDermott and had him re-record all the voices that Sam Whitmer, which is the guy Ooh, that Starcaller, they took him out 
and they replaced him with Ian McDermott's voice in the new version. Well, in the re-release of the Blu-ray, I think it was, right? Yeah. Of the song. Oh, that sucks. So they took him out. Wow. I know. Which kind of sucks. That but blows. It's sad. Uh, it is what it is. Do you have a slasher, hack-a-slash kind of game that you like? The only one that comes to mind for me, and... <laughs> God... I Man, your games really play, make you laugh. <laughs> I didn't get to, I didn't get to play one and two, but I definitely did get to play three, and that was God of War. Ah, oh my that's god, a that's a yes. good. Shit. I've been playing yeah, that's that. current I've favorite. Been, yeah. yeah, I've been playing that. That's like the gold standard of hack and slash. Yeah. So. Mm. Okay, I, I still have to really go. Kind of to go. Yeah. But it, yeah, yeah, it's there. Sure. It's it's in the conversation. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely there. So like. I, a lot of my childhood, I grew up uh, reading mythologies. Uh, Walt over here would get me a lot of the Percy Jackson books, right? Then I come across this game, which is all about killing those guys. (laughs) (laughs) And just, I had so much fun with it, watching him take the, what is it, the Blade of Olympus, and he just doesn't care who he kills. He kills, what, Poseidon? Then he kills Gaia because she was helping him, but then she said, no, this is my fight, and then he's like, no, this is my fight, and then he, like, cuts her hand off. Oh, my God. I think he's killed, like, all of the gods, right? Yeah, he's, kill- he's killing Yeah, now he's pantheon. going on to a new... <laughs> he's he he's went to the, the Norse yeah, pantheon now. different pantheons of gods. <laughs> That's, like, the storyline of the games, basically. Yeah, bro, this dude is, like, insane. Not didn't even he, gonna Didn't he lie. fight Ares Boy. also? In the very first game. Yep. But by the time three ends, they're all gone. <laughs> and that's what I love about it. It's just, if there's ever a character that I can name that's truly off the wall and cannot be contained, it is Kratos. Kratos, That definitely. guy is like the poster boy of you cannot contain me. One of these <laughs> days I'm going to cosplay as Kratos, especially now that the new game. He's a little oh, bit older. True. Yeah, that's true. I think I could pull it off. You could definitely pull it off. Yeah. You could. He's got the beard and everything. Yeah, you could totally pull it off. I'm, I'm working on it. Dope ass armor with the makeup. Um, so right. for me, for the last one, uh, uh, so I have two that come to mind. Um, mm-hmm. So I have like a dear place, especially because of Ninja Guide, and I have a, a, a place in my heart for Onimusha. Oh yeah! Ooh, remember, I remember yeah. that one, yep, boy. Yep. That's a blast from the past. Yeah, Onimusha was a great freaking samurai game, kind of in the same like uh, world. Whereas Ninja Gaiden is about ninjas, Onimusha oh, is about uh, sort of the exact same, you know, kind of game. It's the it's so it was Sony's answer to Ninja Gaiden, I think. Um, but the 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 slashing game, in my opinion, that kind of changed the game was. Devil May Cry. That's me. a good one. Devil May Cry is and a dope I felt one like too. Devil May Cry with like their combo system and the fact that with the shooting and the, the slashing guns. and everything, the guns, the magic, juggling um, people with pistols, juggling people. Yeah, it's it's just you know it was it was awesome. Dante was unkillable in that game, right? Uh, technically, yeah, yeah, technically right? yeah, by unkillable. the story. You could, mm-hmm. and then that's the thing too that I thought it had like a really like it just had like he just oozes cool. Like, he has so much cool factor. You got a freaking leather long leather. Coat, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Well, yeah, I mean, but yeah, he's just, you know, it's just, it was really, really like cool. Neo. And it's one of those games that, like, I just, I couldn't put down just because it was just too cool the way that you would kill. And that the cutscenes were awesome just because, again, everything that he did was just about being as cool as possible, you know? And that's kind of like the slash game that, that, that I love where 
Ninja Gaiden, Onimusha, and even even God of War to an extent was about how how uh, how badass you can be. You know what I mean? As far as like you know like like uh, the, 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 the way that you slashed and stuff like that, and the way that you killed your enemies and the combos and like just how vicious you could be. Whereas Devil May Cry was just about how cool you can be, you know. Mm-hmm. And I kind of like that about it. So, did you play through the end of three? I did not play through the end of three. I only played oh, one and two. The ending to three is so awesome. Unfortunately, I started growing up and I couldn't finish a lot of games. As much as I love video games, I, I rarely, rarely finish them. You know, I check exactly them out. I, I get like my little taste for them, but I don't have the time to like sit and play through the games. I, I wish I did. I'm I trying to make more time I'm exactly these days. Like you. Yeah, I, I, I like to get like my my taste of it. I want to enjoy the game. I want to like kind of do like mini review, but I don't have. The time and energy to play through an entire game. So you're like me. So. You play like the first, what, maybe one or two days intensely, and then yeah. after that, it sort of, yeah, kind of fades sort of, out, right? Of, or I might get a few the days. The in. only games that I would generally finish are Zelda games, but even that, I still haven't finished Breath of the Wild. <gasps> yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, that's right. You haven't. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm, I'm three quarters of the way there, and I just Wait, what, I haven't been able to. What Ganon? Hmm? What Ganon? What do you mean, what Ganon? I'm in. I'm in the. Three quarters of the way there. I haven't. I haven't gotten all four. You haven't um, killed any of them. They're all Ganon. I don't remember. See? There's an uncomfortable silence. Do you at least have the DLC? No, I don't have the DLC. Yeah. We're not used to buying DLC, man. Yeah, we didn't grow up with that stuff. Yeah. The, the actual game has to be beaten yeah. before we move on to the DLC. That's how it works with us. Mortal Kombat DLC is best. I, I do have to say, I have to give an honorable mention to a game I'm surprised you didn't mention, actually. Bushido Blade. I was. I, I, I actually did that, but I didn't consider it as a hack and slash. Okay. I was okay. going to put that in the fighting game genre. Uh, okay. Because I think that's more of a fighting game. And you're right. So let's start the fighting game genre, right? <laughs> fighting games? Let's go for it. Uh, okay. Yeah, sure. yeah, go ahead. Okay. Fighting games should be pretty quick, actually. Well, that one's, uh, yeah, why, that don't one's you, why don't you go ahead and start? I'm going to start, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to surprise you with the answer that I'm going to give you. I like Bushido Blade. <laughs> <laughs> that was a dope game. We had some fun, fun battles with that. Yeah, it was. Trying um, to be all cool, standing around like for a while. <laughs> Bushido Blade was, was so different because I have a love for Samurai. And it was one of these games that when when you played it, it was basically you had to have such a skill level in playing it because you can die with one shot. Yeah, you had to be smart about angles and everything like yep. that. You had to have the high ground. The high ground helped in that game. Exactly. And they had different the fighting styles. Mm-hmm. The you weapons, the fighting high, styles. Low, mid. And you can take out different limbs. So there were points where you can slash the guy in the leg, and he would, for the rest of the fight, he'd be crawling on one foot. Oh, I used to love that. I don't know you how know many times like one of us would like chop the other guy's leg off and then con- get confident and then charge into attack and die. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, ha you can't move. And oh, no. Remember, you, got, you had the ability to run, <laughs> yeah. and, you, and you were dragging the, the sword on the thing, and you can do a slash. So it was just very much like those iconic... Like, old Japanese yeah. films yeah, like Seven Samurai or something yeah, exactly, like that where you're charging at both of them and then it's just a slash 
and then one person falls. Mm-hmm. Nice. It, it was just, it was just a beautiful game. The second one wasn't as great. If remember I they, remember. They, remember they took out a lot of the one hit ability yeah. in the second one. It was more life meter remember, based. There was that. It great, wasn't life meter, but still, it was. There was that different. great level where you were in the bamboo forest. Mm-hmm. And so every time you would hack, right. right, and you would hack, but if if you were too close to one of the trees, instead of hitting the guy, you would hit that tree, and that tree would fall, yeah. but it would prevent you. You didn't have that full range of motion. Mm-hmm. So not only are you fighting your opponent, but you were fighting the environment also. Mm-hmm. You could I, get boxed in, like because that was a, two levels, Yep. and then there was like a little stone wall. It was great. Yeah, if you got too close to the wall, you could hit the, the wall with your sword instead of hitting your opponent. Yes, exactly. Like, there was a lot of stuff like that in that it game was, that was, it was really very, interesting. It was very, very realistic, I would imagine, because I've never been in a sword yeah. fight. You know <laughs> well, what I'm saying? Uh, most sword fights are like over like this, According yeah. to what you see, you know, it's only a few seconds. The first few slashes, somebody's already done. So, so there you go. Speaking of almost already done, uh, Eli's bowing his head over here. But I think I have an idea of what huh. this guy's favorite fighting game is. Uh, but let's see, Eli, what's your, what's your favorite uh, fighting game? Yeah. Tell us. Actually, no. What? What? Zoinks. Not Mortal Kombat? No, actually. Alright. So then what is it? I honestly don't remember. You don't remember your favorite fighting game? So you just haven't decided. We'll come back to you then, Jose. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I have one in mind. This one took again a little bit of thought. It's always hard because you have your classics like your Street Fighters and Dead or Alive's and things like that. But the game that I remember playing the most, and it's probably because I was pretty damn good at this game. When I was playing it, I would go to arcades and I would wreck people. Uh, in the arcades in this game, uh, I'm not good at it anymore because I haven't played it in years. But the Soul Calibur games. Oh man, uh, Soul Calibur. Keelik, was my boy. <laughs> I used to wreck people in the arcades with Keelik. I used to go so there with one quarter for lunch and just like just tear people up for like 30, 45 minutes and then give my quarter away. Like he's like, who wants to play as my character? <laughs> I like Maxi. Maxi was my favorite. Maxi, everybody had a fa- different favorite. There were a lot of good characters in that game, though. Oh, that's yeah. why. That's why to me, it's one of the better ones because you have your nightmares, you have hey. your Maxis. Inferno. You know, yeah, exactly. There's so many. There's so many dope characters in that yeah, game with the different yeah. weapons. Yoda. Yoshimitsu. Yeah, Yoda and the newer Spawn. ones, right? Spawn. Yoshimitsu. Link. You know, the like, Apprentice. But even the yeah, earlier so, ones. Soul Calibur was great. I love Soul Calibur. It's so much fun. Yeah, even no, if you don't count all those characters, though. Yeah, absolutely. You know? I mean, the only other weapon-based like uh, fighting game really was, uh, was um, at least popular, was uh, Samurai Showdown, right? Yeah, that yeah, was pretty good, was, too. But like, this is the only one that was 3D. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I can take so you back. It's still around, too. I can take you back if we want to go back to Star Wars. There was Terrace oh Cassie. God, Terrace Cassie. On. Like, that game was good and bad at the you same, at the same time. That? No, I didn't it, w- like it was. Oh, you never, pl- you never played my Terrace Cassie. It was a fighting game set in the Star Wars universe. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't really get to play like a lot of fighting games outside of Street Fighter. <laughs> I really they had Boba Fett. It was okay. <laughs> it had what? It had Mara Jade, which is what it was. Mara Jade was was, was, there, yes. was interesting about it. It was one of the only games. Luke Skywalker that featured Mara Jade. Obviously, Luke Skywalker, Darth Vader, Han Solo, Princess Leia, Boba Greedo Fett, was, in was in it. Boba Fett was in it. Yeah. Um, there were a lot of other like Star Wars, which was weird because they used their blasters while Luke Skywalker used his lightsaber. Yeah, it was a weird game, and they would hit each other like pistol whip each other like, but but let me block block lightsaber like attack. Let me ask you a question: Why isn't that we haven't gotten a game like that? That game was was 
you know what? The game fighting, was well received. Star Wars fighting, uh, Star Wars fighting you game. You know what? Look, it wasn't great, I, though. That's why. No, no, I know. You know? But, but you would think that after all these years, right? You have lightsabers, for God's sake. But here's the thing. Bushido, Bushido Blade with Star Wars. Exactly. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Fighting games is, even though, like, there's, like, a resurgence of popularity over, like, the last few years, uh, well, ever since kind of, like, Street Fighter Four and now with uh, Dragon Ball Fighter. It was mostly relegated to arcades, right? Um, the thing is that, like, fighting games is a non-mover, unfortunately. Not like it used to be. Yeah. Not like it used to be, for sure, because it used to be where, like, there's arcades everywhere, so everybody would buy the game mm-hmm. at home and then go to the arcades because there was no online multiplayer. I remember that. But now that there's online multiplayer... You have kind of like something that happens with fighting games where like you have like the purists that are like complete demolishers of noobs and then people just don't have fun online because they're just getting destroyed. Mm-hmm. True. Know? So, yeah. you know, fighting games don't seem to, to move as well as uh, they used to. But it's been so long so, because what? Terrace Cassie came out in that's like what? The, the 80s? The, the, no, no, the 90s. No, the 90s. It was PlayStation. Right? It was the late 90s or so the it's early 2000s. It's been 20 years. You would think that. With with this with this whole thing, of, oh, we gotta we gotta make movies on franchises. Why didn't they ever go back to it? I think maybe also it's because of what you said. It's like how are you gonna have all these characters where you have guys like blasting at each other with pistols, and then you have guys with lightsabers fighting those guys? It's just yeah. it, you know, I mean, yeah. let's just make it all yeah. Jedi. Characters. Not everything is lightsabers though. Too, is that like you know like a, a fighting game where like some can throw fireballs and some can't throw anything? You know what I mean? Like that's just a way yeah. to deal with it. But I think it's just harder as a Star Wars fan, yeah. you know, because you always hear about how lightsabers can. Cut through anything, and then some guy is just like raises his his forearm to block. Lightsabers, man. Um, I would still play a new one though. (laughs) So would I. For me, Mm -hmm. uh, I grew up so like the games that I played the most growing up were fighting games, and I played pretty much every kind of fighting game that 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 there was. Although I haven't played Bushido Blade, but so there's two games. One that's very very obscure that maybe you guys may not remember, Mm -hmm. which is. I would say almost tied with my favorite fighting game. Okay. Which is that and one? And which is the fighting game? My favorite? Yeah. No, so, the, 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 tie, one, so the, the one I'm one. talking about is Battle Arena Toshinden. I remember that I've game. I've heard that. Yeah. Heard I, I remember, remember that game. Yeah, I played yeah, it. I it, was, it was awesome. So I loved it because it was a, you know, it was it was early 3D fighting games. Mm-hmm. It didn't look great. You know, mm-hmm. it definitely doesn't age well. Like Virtual um, Fighter or something. It's kind of like in that Virtual Fighter realm and stuff like that. But it's just, they had really, really intriguing characters. You know, they had this old guy that had like Wolverine-like claws where he would do like a, uh, you know, kind of like a big like solar ball. Um you know, they had Mondo who had like the uh, expanding stick and stuff. And it was just they had really, really interesting characters. And then there was also an anime that came along with the movie, with the game, um, where the animation was also quite amazing. Um, but my favorite game is going to, it has to be Street Fighter 3. Uh, there's because, no surprise there. Well, Street Fighter 3 <laughs> specifically, because Street Fighter 3 is the one that had like the parry system, mm-hmm. a lot of new characters. So, like, most of the old characters weren't in there, the ones that most people know. Um, so at first I wasn't too into it because it was like the only characters that, that came from like the old school Street Fighter was Ryu, Ken, and Chun-Li. That's it. Everyone else was completely new and I just wasn't digging it. But they had the parry system and I still didn't really understand it. You know, I remember being in high school and like after class every day we would go to Milano's Pizzeria, Bob, Vince, and John, if you guys are listening, you guys know this. <laughs> every single day or every every day that we could, we would go to Milano's Pizzeria, spend money on quarters, play against each other, and eat pizza for like two, three hours, getting home mad late and getting you know yelled at and stuff because of it. Um, and, uh, and that was great, but 
I live. I went to Austin, Texas, and I started playing against professional street fighters. Ooh. And Damn. then I understood. You know, I was like, wait a minute. Now I know what how to play a fighting game. You know what I mean? I fought these guys that, that like perfected me every single round. Like I, I would go ten ten matches uh, against them, and they would get every single round perfect. You know, and then that's Mike Jones and Fubar Doug. Like these guys, like that's that's when I first learned the difference between playing a fighting game as just like a gamer and playing a fighting game with that technical understanding, competitive understanding, and and learning how to actually play with fighting game techniques. Mm-hmm. And then after that, that's how like my whole that my whole fighting game world kind of changed. So you know, so it's got to be Street Fighter Three because it it changed my thoughts on like how you're supposed to play a fighting game. Street okay. Fighter is definitely among the classics. Who else we got? Who else we got? Who else we got? It's Dragon Ball. Really? Oh, go ahead. No, I think he's answering for you. I thought you were going to say Soul Calibur. I was but, going to, but then. Okay, well, whatever. you guys can go ahead, jump in. You got, you could fight to see who 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 fight uh, Z. gets the next one. Okay, Dragon Ball Fighter Z. That's a darn good one too. Why do you like that one? Why do you love it? Well, besides the limit limited character selection, yes, I feel very limited on that because um, it's not a lot. I'll give you that. There there are Dragon Ball games in the past that have had like way more fighters. So I'll yeah, give you that. yeah, like Xenoverse. Mm-hmm. But um, okay. I mean, it it has a pretty good gameplay. I really like the animation, especially Gogeta's and how they choose different art styles for whatever reason. Um, yeah, it's it's the the moveset could be a bit better. It gets confusing over if you don't play for a while. But otherwise, it's it's pretty good graphics. It's uh, very fun, and. Um, I wouldn't say it's the equivalent to like Mortal Kombat and all those other games, but it's definitely very close. I mean, Fighters they kind of changed the game. You know what I mean? Like that—that—that's like kind of like the new standard for fighting games, as far as like, you know, games that look super super cool. So, and it's a two D fighter, it's not a three D fighter, which is awesome. And it's in the style of the anime, yeah, which is super that's awesome. The thing. It really you feels know? like I'm watching and playing the the the, the, the show. So, hmm. um, is that what you were going to say or? No, uh, okay. I actually have a really hard time with this because Soul Calibur has been floated out there. I'm kind of irrelevant in that game now, but I still like it. Well, I mean, you can always agree. <laughs> no, I, I do. But I mean, like as a, as a competitive player, I'm, I'm, okay. I'm irrelevant. <laughs> um, I feel about Soul Calibur. Yeah, me, me too. So. Injustice runs very close. That's my honorable mention. I was, I was never a fan of Injustice. That's DC. Me That's neither. basically Mortal Kombat. Yeah, it's Mortal Kombat, yeah. But in the DC yeah, universe. Yeah, yeah I, I just loved the... They weren't called X-rays. They were called, like, super moves or something like that. But basically, yeah. Um, but mine is actually going to have to be Mortal Kombat. Because it not only hybridizes cool characters and i really love the story of that game i really do can i just um which mortal kombat oh yeah recent ones gotta be or the older ones because there's a big difference you know 
I have to go. I still have to play eleven. I've I've played a little bit of it. I I like what I see so far, but it's gonna have to be ten for me. Okay. I played nine, and I played versus DC, but I really like ten. MK three. Mm-hmm. MK three is where it's at, in my opinion. From the originals, yeah, because the first Mortal Kombat is actually not that great of a fighting I game. I know MK two was to good. It. But I think I think the 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 original Mortal Kombat the the allure to that one was because it was, it was all gimmick. Yeah, it was it was well the gimmick and also the the photo realistic. Yeah, you know it, it the was fatalities, the photo realistic, the realistic yeah. graphics, just the entire style. It was of that it. whole Sega well, CD yeah, type? Well, it, you know thing and whatnot. It's not even photorealistic. It's actual realistic. They use right, actual exactly. like actual like people uh, people and, and characters, and, stuff, and it, yeah. it, it was stunted the way they moved. Yeah, 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 but it yeah, was yeah, like. Yeah. It yeah. was like the first one that actually did it, right? Yeah, that's so everybody true. Everybody yeah, was like, yeah, yeah. "Oh my gosh, there's actual real people there and yeah. stuff," you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and they were getting their heads ripped off, which was super cool. Yes, so that's actually part of the reason why Injustice is the honorable mention. Mm-hmm. The gore is freaking awesome. <laughs> yeah. I just saw um, for the newest because uh, you know they release characters, they give you the game, but then. Here's the DLC for the Terminator. I just saw Shang Tsung's. <gasps> Yo, He's Shang Tsung! Shang Tsung's uh, uh, fatality is so malicious. Yo. I love it. Yo, can that's I, what's can up. I, can I let you know there is a new character in MK11? I think her name is Sindel. No, she's uh, not new. Oh, she's no, old. she isn't. But it, she's like a D- DLC character. Well, yeah, it's no, a not, DLC not, new to this game, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's what new I'm trying to, to say. Game. She's a, a new DLC character. Have you seen her fatality? I don't think that I have yet. Can I describe her fatality? <laughs> it's involving yeah, a lot of screaming, yes. isn't it? The answer is yes. Describe it. No, there's hair involved. Oh, so it's like uh, what, what's that character from Marvel? Um, Medusa. Yes. The Inhuman Medusa, right? Yeah. Okay. Think of that in a very horror fashion. So Sindel, what she does, fatality. She takes her hair, spins it through the opponent's mouth. Yeah, I saw it. Out the ears, around the thing, (laughs) lifts the person up into the air, and explodes. explodes her, but just leaving the head. Nice. And there is blood and guts everywhere. That is probably the most upsetting looking fatality that I think I've seen. I'm going to have to check that out. I'm sorry. It's it's up there. I got to go with Shang Tsung's. I don't think you've seen Shang Tsung's, have you? For MK11, I have not. So I, I haven't I will, either. But I will plead <laughs> ignorance we'll on that. We'll crazy. check it out right like, after this episode. Yeah, exactly. It's so, my God. Mortal Kombat 11 has some very interesting ways to die. I will say that, you know, and it's getting worse with each with each iteration, right? Yep. So, um, there you go. There you go. Um, what do we got next? Roll. So, so roll. I don't know. Yeah, roll. Role play. You're on the right track. Roll. So, real quick, I feel like this is one that like. Some of us are probably gonna like name the same game. Maybe, um, maybe, maybe not. Yes and no. Oh. Yes and no. I have, I have my maybe, idea. Maybe the same franchise. Maybe, 
But I also have an honorable mention that's completely out there. So maybe I could talk more towards the honorable honorable mention. So we're going to do RPGs now. Okay. And uh, who wants to go first? I already got them in mind, and I already started running my mouth. So I'll do do it again. I'll jump on this one first again. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. So... My favorite, I'm going to name the fa- my favorite first Shenmue? because Shenmue is dope. No, but that's not the one I was going to name. Oh, Shenmue is okay. a dope game. I have an idea. I There's a Shenmue 3 out that just came out, by the way. I heard it, wasn't, uh, it hasn't aged well. Well, I mean, it's Shenmue. It still plays like the old Shenmue, and the graphics are still similar to the yeah. old Shenmue. So they're still, they're still thinking of making a Shenmue 4. Can I try and guess what you're, you're, you're going to you're say? You're never going to get. You might, you might guess my actual favorite, which is kind of a cliched one. It's not. It's not exactly the one you're thinking. Okay. You'll never guess the runner-up, though. Okay. I'll tell you that much. Okay. But you can try. You can I'm try. gonna take a guess at the runner-up. Is it Fantasy Star Online? It's not. Oh. It's actually oh. not. That's actually not on this list. Even though I love that game, that's maybe for later for one of our other categories. Okay. Um, you can take a shot at it. Chrono like. Trigger. It's not Chrono Trigger either. Mm. Final uh, Fantasy. Okay. So. Which one? can't just say Final Fantasy. There's know, a there's zillion like, of them. So like that's the cliche one, I will say. But it's not Final Fantasy VII, okay? It's Tactics. No, it's not Tactics Jesus either. Jesus Christ. I could have sworn you said Tactics is one of your favorites. Tactics is awesome. Final Fantasy IX. Ten. Final Fantasy X. I was going to say that next. Final Fantasy X. I was going to go one. Two, Wait, was that correct? <laughs> well, you said Final Fantasy. That's not really uh-huh. narrowing uh-huh. it down. And you got to narrow it down to the one. Everybody here was right, like, so seven. Final Fantasy X is not your seven. favorite? It's not seven. Final Fantasy X is my favorite. Um, I remember that I loved it a lot because it was one of the first RPGs that had voice acting. I don't know That's if you guys true. remember yeah, that. Absolutely. So that was revolutionary. The graphics were, were a redesign for the first time of all the Final Fantasy games. Instead of the cutesy characters, they finally made them more yeah. realistic. Uh, the twist at the end of that game, If you, I don't know if you guys ever played Final Fantasy X, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's fantastic. The twist yeah. at the end, basically, where he finds out that he's not real, <laughs> you know, like, oh. is is completely out there. Like, it, you would have to play the game to understand. Like, it's kinda, it's a little convoluted yeah, to, I mean, to get into it, but it's, yeah. it's dope ending. Yeah. Awesome ending. The... The game that you played, the the underwater like yeah, like polo game, was, so game was awesome. Yeah, the sports game. What was it called? I can't remember. It was like it was Blitzball. It was Blitzball. Blitzball. Right? That's right. Yes, Blitzball. It was Blitzball. That was one of those games that I wish was real. Yes. <laughs> right. Dude. Right. So because all of the Final Fantasy games had like little yeah, fun side like games, but that one was the best. That was that one was like you yeah, said. It could be its own game. new sports yeah. game, like yeah. Final Fantasy sports game. I'm surprised they never made it. But like the graphics, the character design, the levels. Like, That's true because they the made story. they made chocobo racing games. Mm-hmm. Why couldn't they make a blitzball game? That I don't know. Awesome. I guess because chocobo is just so. I mean, it's already synonymous. With you know, Final part Fantasy. of Final yeah. Fantasy, yeah. but like that game for me was of the Final Fantasy games, the ultimate Final Fantasy experience right. of all the ones that I played at least. Because I played yeah. a couple of the older ones, you know, for Nintendo and stuff like that, and those are awesome. But like. When you compare them to the ones that really take the story to a next level, that's why I love Final Fantasy X. But the the runner up that I I'll just give it a mention, mm-hmm. and I just want to say because I don't know if any of you guys have ever even heard of this game or okay. played this game was a Dreamcast game, the Dreamcast RPG called Skies of Arcadia. Yes, I remember that. Oh, I remember that. And I've the, heard of it. The Never played it, but I remember it. Awesome because you were basically a freaking pirate in the sky, bro. Like. Oh my god! It had the cutesy like RPG graphics, but like the combat system was so so much fun in that game. It, it made the, it was this great hybrid between real time and turn based. 
the powers were awesome and like the stuff that you could do like to upgrade your ship and the the battles in 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 the sky in a freaking ship like in a freaking pirate ship basically was so much fun in that game i mean I'll show you guys like maybe a video or something later just because so you can get an idea of what this game looked like because it's really hard to describe. And like I said, you remember, remember it. Mm-hmm. Not many people have even heard of this game, but like it's yeah, one of the dark on horse. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's one of those dark horse, awesome RPG games. One of my favorites. And the storyline is pretty awesome in this game, too, because it's it's a little more adult than you would expect from a cutesy like RPG style graphic graphical game. Like it's got a really cool storyline to go with it. The exploration, everything about that game, like I absolutely loved. I wish they would make a a sequel or something related to Skies of Arcadia, a remake. Even I would definitely, I would buy a remake of that game. I would absolutely. I don't, I don't really care much for remakes and remasters because you played the original game. You played the original. Like who gives a crap about like oh it's got cooler graphics now unless it's a huge difference, you know. But like oh Metal Gear Solid remakes and stuff like uh, that. Final Fantasy VII, whatever. In Final Fantasy VII, yo, it's awesome, but I'm not, like, rushing out to get it either. You know, like, a, a Skies of Arcadia remake is something that I would actually rush out to go get and That's play. That's awesome. Can I say something, though? Because, you know what, there's something there's something here that is is pretty interesting. Dreamcast was a really underrated console. It was. Oh, it was, yeah, it was. It was ahead of its time, and unfortunately, those things that come out first are never the ones that succeed is the one that comes after. But Well, Xbox it, came after because right, the exactly. guy who designed Dreamcast is the guy who went over and designed Xbox. Microsoft. Do you remember the memory card? Yeah, yeah. The, With that, the screen, it was like a little Tamagotchi. Yeah, screen. I was gonna say like a little Tamagotchi. And, yeah. and so the thing about it is that and games and, on it too. Exactly, but not only that, the way they used it was so so revolutionary at their time. Because mm-hmm. remember, we used to play NFL games on that. You could pull, call plays you on that little call thing. Call plays there because usually when you're playing, you know, yeah, it's on, on the, the split, you see what yeah. they're doing. Exactly. Yeah. You don't want to. You don't want your, your opponent to see your formation or nothing. Exactly. So this one, you'd be playing with somebody right next to you and he could not see what formation or what play you were looking for to me that was that blew my mind and i don't think anybody's ever done that ever since oh man you know what i'm saying um, when we get to sports no, uh, we're going to talk uh, about that uh, the, uh, the, the gamecube the, the gamecube and the wii u tried to do that right because the gamecube you can like connect your game boy advance to the gamecube and then oh, use that okay yeah I'm surprised that. nobody's done that now because if you have something like that now on a new system, you have a little touch screen there instead of like that older style like LCD you can't, screen. Like, freaking connect well, like via said, Wi-Fi Wii U, your like uh, cell phone with an app. We used to do that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The Wii used to do that because the controller actually had a screen on it. Yeah, but I'm, I'm just yeah. surprised that more consoles haven't right, jumped exactly. on that. It makes Even sense. if it's a right. tiny one. I, I can see, like, let's you know? say, like an Xbox app that you download on your phone so that you can connect yeah. to the Wi-Fi Like network. a second screen. Like Almost. a second screen, yeah, yeah, exactly. For that kind of experience, mm-hmm. right? Like, that'll be cool, like maps for shoot for like shooting games, maybe yeah. or something like command modes, whatever. But like, that's getting off topic. For yes. me, that was that was. I just had to mention that my yeah. favorite. Those are my favorite RPGs. Final Fantasy X being my favorite, and Skies of Arcadia being a dark horse that everybody should try if you if you get a chance if you can mm. find it even you know because it's Dreamcast. Okay. So, what else, I, guys? I, I, I'm gonna go ahead and piggyback just because. Go uh, on. I mean, yeah, I'm going with like the. Uh, I'm gonna go with like the what's widely regarded as uh, the 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 best RPG. I mean, f- well, maybe not widely regarded as the best RPG, but it's definitely one of the most popular ones. It's gonna be Final Fantasy VII. But before I, say, that, right? before I get into that, before I get into that, like uh, like Final Fantasy X was definitely up there, and 
Um, I was a little bit more mature when I played that game as opposed to when I played seven. Yeah. But the ending actually killed it for me. You didn't like the ending in that game? I liked the ending, but I also felt a little bit betrayed. Like, all the work that I did just to find out that he's not real, <laughs> it just kind of felt like you, 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 take, you, you take the soul out of being the hero of the game. And at you know the same I mean? at the same time though, th- I mean, the reason I liked it was because if you remember, it's it, even though he technically wasn't real, a lot of what he did, a lot of what he what he sacrificed was still what made the story end the way that it yes, did. Yes, yes, Because otherwise, true. it would have been like the other false world yes. would have been the world that would have taken over. Right. So he chose to sacrifice himself and his reality in quotes mm-hmm. in order to save the other guy. Right. Save save the Final Fantasy universe in that game. But I, I can understand where you're coming from. Sometimes that like kind of like slipping the rug out from underneath yeah. you at the end of the yeah. game can suck. I just liked it in this case. It's just because it's like for me, it's like where's the reward? Mm-hmm. You know, I want to see like the guy being triumphant. I want to see him victorious uh, mm-hmm. or, or redeemed if if it's a a, a character kind of like Cloud, you could say. So. In that, um, Final Fantasy VII was my favorite one because it was it wasn't the first RPG that I that I played. I played uh, Chrono Trigger before, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. it's the first one that like I felt like I understood. Yeah, and and actually, you know, I played Chrono Trigger not understanding what an RPG is. I'm just going through the storyline and this and the other, and I'm just I'm just waiting for like the action scenes or whatever. Yeah, but seven was just cool because of the whole dystopian future and kind of like this polluted earth uh cloud as a super anti-hero and mm-hmm. i'm like a huge fan of anti-heroes you know um that opening cutscene is still that, iconic yeah, oh man like and that's the thing too it was very dark mm-hmm. you know like not like some of the other not not like the final fantasies before that because i also played five and tactics mm-hmm. you know and then i played seven mm-hmm. and it was like wow you know and um and then just like the whole lore of 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 the uh, Final Fantasy VII and the Cloud Strife kind of whole thing with Sephiroth as the villain, I think that Sephiroth that is ending theme. Oh man, Sephiroth, in my opinion, is is definitely in the top five all time villains of any genre, game, movie, whatever. I, I think will Sephiroth agree with is that. definitely in the top five, maybe top. I will three. agree with that because he seemed you know? he seems so daunting and unbeatable by the end of the game. Yeah, I mean, just at all times, he just seems like that. It's just yeah. like he's so like anytime he's on screen, the very few times that he is, anytime he's on screen, you're just like your heart's pounding. It's like, oh my god, oh my god. It's like it's worse than Akuma. You know what I mean? Like Akuma comes in Street Fighter, Street Fighter, and stuff like that, and it's cool, but it's not like freaking Sephiroth. So. Is it crazy that you can play this thing on your cell phone now? I, I actually have the game, and I stopped playing for it, playing it because I am uh, waiting for the remake to come out. Yeah, I've been oh, for the PlayStation for like Four. Five, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've been waiting for it for like five years. Well, I know that the updated, the first part uh, comes out soon, doesn't it? Right. Because it's going to be in parts. Yeah. Um, I'm not super thrilled with the fact that they're changing the combat system, but I'm still waiting for it yeah. because I do want to see the story being fleshed out cinematically and um, and, and and all that. Uh, but I know that they re-released it, you know, for, like, the Switch and everything, and I'm, I'm dying to play it again, but I'm waiting for, like, the remake. So uh, Just as a, as a closing thought for me, I, I would have said Final Fantasy VII, if only for the fact that Final Fantasy VII is one of the first games where I remember becoming emotional 
when when yeah, yeah. oh man because yeah. only because the remake is coming out and yeah. there's gonna be people that are gonna be playing that are it for experiencing the it for the first time mm-hmm. dude that's that's uh, yeah that's actually probably the mm-hmm. one thing that made me like kind of like I love this game mm-hmm. you know what I mean you don't have that, that sacrifice long to wait crazy. that sacrifice is crazy man that's oh man you and that's where oh. the first disc ends didn't it, didn't it end around no no no, no I think it ended a after that. that yeah the, it ended uh, at a weird spot if I remember correctly but yeah. For, forget my, my recollections of that game, but that's one thing that I remember that was awesome. Well, like I said, you don't have that long to wait because the first series, the first part of the series is coming out in March 3rd of 2020. Oh, God. Yep. For Can't the PlayStation I gotta have 4. A PlayStation as long 4. as it doesn't get delayed again. But by the time Last of Us come, right. 2 comes out, I got to have a PlayStation 4. Um, there you so go. All right. Who's, who's next? Come on, guys. RPG fans. RPG I fans. Rob, Rob, Rob. Well, actually. Yes. So, oh, you're still go, awake. Go. Holy crap. <laughs> All right, so I guess I'm going. Survive. You're allowed to so, Go, AJ. Go, AJ. It's your birthday. I wish. Somebody else's um, birthday. <laughs> uh, so there, there are two runner-ups, and then there's the crown champion. My comfort game is Skyrim. Okay. It is, mm-hmm. because I just love the way they mix and mash magic and hacking someone to death. And then, of course, well, the story is, uh, it's okay, but I don't play for the story. I play for completely hacking my character to have infinite magic. And exploring and all that stuff. I mean, you yeah. guys use, use a lot of mods, right? Oh. The lightsaber. There's that, and, but I, I can do that magic stuff without the mods. The, the Same. star laser and stuff like that, right? Yeah. Ikemas. <laughs> so there's that. Then next is Dragon Age. And the only reason why that is above Skyrim is because in that game, I can do whatever the hell I want. Like, what Skyrim tends to do is, yes, it's free open world, you can make your choices, but there are certain characters that you cannot kill. The game protects them. Like, you can't kill them at all. Dragon Age... Yeah, that's not going to fly. <laughs> You're very violent over there. Yeah. <laughs> so, because, mm. oh, man, there was, I, I remember. Sleep with one eye open. <laughs> <laughs> there was there was this one, this one uh, play, well, I'm still playing through Dragon Age. I have to pick it up again. But I remember the last time I played, there was this guy in a cage. And he he was like, hey, I have a key to like a, a secret chest over there. It's, it's for some wizard stash. Do you want it? I'm like, oh, yeah, sure. Well, you have to get me out of here. And I'm like, well, what if I want to skip that step? Well, you can't. I'll call the guards. The guards are going to believe you when I kill you? Okay. <laughs> and so I kill him, and I basically make up a story that he came and tried to attack me from inside the cage, and it worked. <laughs> and I got That's the really key good. anyway. <laughs> That's your like, and this is still a mischievous game, right? It sounds like you really love this one. The one that trumps all that will like, I've I will come back to this game no matter what. It's I really like the Pokemon games. Platinum ones, right? Yeah, Mm -hmm. Platinum is my favorite. Technically, it's Soul Silver because I like how there are more legendaries that you can catch. But in terms of like my first experience, like my first experience was Platinum. Like I didn't even know how to play the game. Like once I knew how to play the game, I was like, oh, okay, well I know the system. I can basically beat it every single time I play it. 
But when I played Platinum for the first time, it was like, you know, fresh eyes. Like, I remember when I didn't even know, I didn't even know type advantages, and I was trying to beat the final uh, story boss without type advantages. I would repeatedly throw out my grass-type Torterra to fight a flying-type Honchkrow. <laughs> Which is about the dumbest thing you can do, but I kept doing it anyway, god damn it, because I wanted my starter to kill the crap out of that stupid ass bird. More murder. I feel like you're traumatizing a little bit there. <laughs> I feel like, like RPGs where you can murder stuff. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> Sleep with one eye open. Cool. <laughs> but yeah, Platinum is always going to be my favorite because it was like. It was the raw experience that I liked. And then I really liked the story of Platinum, too. Okay. okay. Yeah. What else we got? Hey, Eli, you want to jump in here before I do mine? Yes, actually. <laughs> okay. There you go. Right. There you go. Rub He's those eyes. He's awake now. Wake back up. There we go. <laughs> okay. Right. Ladies and gentlemen, Eli. So what's poppin', Jimbo? Um, yes. And he's back. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> Come on, E, let's go. Okay, so RPG as in role-playing yep. games. Okay. Nice. So that would have to be... Screw you, Andre. You already said it, but second best is... Zelda Breath of the Wild. That's your that's your second favorite. Yes. Okay. Okay. That's more of an action adventure game though. It's yeah, it's got RPG elements. Well, what's that's your favorite? favorite? Nobody favorite? needs what's to know. Favorite? Yeah, what's your favorite? Um, well, the, our guests need to know. Okay. <laughs> our listeners. Okay, fine. But it it would have been Skyrim because it could still be Skyrim. Yeah, remember we, yeah, had, we yeah, had a bunch. Wait, of, this isn't a competition. You would agree? Zelda, wait, Zelda is an um, RPG. Not it's really. an action the, oh, the, RPG, I guess. It's like an to. action RPG. I yeah. Guess, yeah, I would say it's more action adventure now right. than it used to be. It used to be more ac- like action RPG, like the like uh, Link like to the, the old Past. Ones. Oh yeah, no, forget like it. Oblivion. You okay. barely played that game, though. I know. But if it's still his favorite, it's still his favorite. Yeah. yeah. That's fair. He doesn't have like to be a completist. Like your genre, maybe, but... Oblivion. Okay. I, re- I remember it was a while ago. Before so I, I probably... I prob- nope. Yeah. Before Fosorda. No. no. Before that? Yeah, way yeah. before. Okay. My bad. Like, uh, what's his name? Maroon Stagon. No. Yeah. Back when the Daedra were relevant. I mean, not that they're not relevant, but... The Daedra were... <laughs> <laughs> the danger, yo. But um, I didn't play through much, and I barely remember it since I played. Uh, <laughs> You're not helping yourself here. Since I, we were since trying I played to help it a while ago, right? <laughs> I um, barely played it, and I don't really remember it, but it's my favorite game. <laughs> yeah, it is, though. You're not an RPG guy. We get it. I remembered starting it, kids. and oh my god. Whoa. Didn't you start uh, under like a castle? You started in, in a, a castle. Yeah, and then you have to escape the prison and so on, so on, so on. I I don't know why, but I remember it was so I was so scared to go into the next room. Okay, you were a young man. I, I, yeah, I was young, but oh, yeah. weren't there like zombies and stuff? 
There were zombies. There were giant rats. There were goblins. That was all the first. That was like the dungeon part. The zombies were the one that scared me. And that's why you stopped playing it. Yeah. (laughs) No. That dungeon is. It kind of sounds stupid saying it's surprisingly dark, but. (laughs) Yeah. the the zombies was, with the amount of darkness that there was, I can see why you were scared. Yeah, like I don't know where I just turn around and then I hear footsteps and I just turn around and then there's a zombie standing behind me and it's about to eat my brains out and I'm like, bro, back off! I don't I don't want your dirty hands on me. Back off, Jimbo. Yeah, back Pers- off. Personally, I like my dungeons well lit, so but that's just me. Yeah. <laughs> But, like, anyway, it was still a pretty good game. I remember getting out and getting out of that dungeon, and I was like, view, and then I never played that game again. But, anyway, moving on. (laughs) Story's great, by the way. All right, so I'm going to wrap this episode up with one game that I like. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes, it has it has to do with the galaxy far, far away. I can guess this one. And Come that on. is going to be Kotor, <laughs> right? Knights Ooh. of the Old Republic. It's worthwhile though. Yes, but that is not my favorite game. Kotor two is better. What? That is not my favorite game. <laughs> I am going to have to go within the same developer and I'm gonna go Bio. Mass Effect 2. Oh, that's right. I remember you yeah. cannot talk about RPGs unless you talk about the Mass Effect I've never played franchise. Mass Effect. <gasps> Neither have I. The, okay. the only reason I am not going to put Mass Effect, the first one in there, is because it had an insane system where you had to literally walk like miles to get to, to places. In some cases, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? And so you added it, vehicles and all that stuff to the second one. Right. Exactly. Vehicles vehicles in the second one made it a lot easier to traverse these planets that you had to go on. There was fast travel as well. Yes. They, they had fast travel systems like cabs and stuff in certain mm. cities and, and things like that. But the, but the reason why I, I, I love the Mass Effect is because this was really a story that you were playing in real time. And it wasn't a story that was dictated to you by the game. And why I say that is that you had many, many different paths that your character could take. And one and the, the really super awesome thing is that once you finish Mass Effect, if you kept the save, all the choices that you made in that first game mm-hmm. would, would transport over into the second game. And so basically, it was truly a game where you were actually playing a sequel of the first game in the realest sense of the word because everything that you did that happened in the first game would impact the story in the second Mm -hmm. and we were talking about we're talking about real conversations real choices you had to make make um the storyline was incredible um the visuals were fantastic um the combat was it was it was gears of war right but it was like a dumbed down gears of war right exactly it was what it needed to be because you didn't want it to focus so much on the combat you still wanted it to be an rpg exactly you know Uh, but that for me was probably the game that i consider the best rpg in my opinion you know i want to give it a quick mention because i know for me the thing that i loved about mass effect more than anything else is that i don't think i've ever seen a game that had lore and world building that was better than Mass Effect. And the reason why I say this is, like, when when you discover different weapons and different powers, the game would literally have 
an entire like encyclopedia entry as to how that power was discovered, yep. when, how it works, and they would use real scientific concepts to try to explain how like they used mass to to like perform magic basically in the Mass Effect games. It was they would such explain a how, deep game. How the shield, like the like the the shield technology works, how the hyperdrive technology, the biotechnology, everything was explained in the codec in that game. That's pretty cool. Which was incredible, and I, I would spend so much time reading through the history of the races, the history of the planets, the history of the weapons, the history of everything. There's so much to read in that game. If you like lore in your games and in your stories. Mass Effect is so for you. It's and, so for you. And the thing about it also is that you could ask somebody else who was playing the exact same game what their experience was, and it would be totally different from your experience. Mm-hmm. Because literally there were points where you had to make choices that impacted certain characters, whether they would live or die. And they wouldn't be around in the next game. And they wouldn't be around in the next game. And somebody else would make the opposite choice, and they would survive, and they'd be in the next game. Mm-hmm. So it was just one of these things where it really was a game that was personal just to you on how you can either go dark, you can go light, right? right? There was like that whole point there was where that you, also. Can, you mm-hmm. can go... Either or you could be neutral or you can tend toward you can be an asshole or you could be a really nice guy and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, that, that definitely know. was based on the KOTOR system, I think. Exactly. It they, was similar to that. They they introduced it with KOTOR. They perfected it with Mass Effect. Yeah, because they gave you many more choices that were consequential. Whereas in KOTOR, it was just like you're going to get to the ending of the story no matter what. And that's always going to be the ending with, with minor differences. True that. Right. I mean, I remember that it won like Game of the Year, like pretty handily. You know that 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 year. It was revolutionary, right? Yeah. It was. One it of those was games awesome. that like I always wanted to play. Just uh, another one of those that I didn't get to, but I definitely wanted to play it because there were so many people that I, I knew people that didn't really even play video games, or were just kind of like, you know, casuals that were deep into Mass Effect. And on multiple replays because of that one thing where, like, the, the, it's almost like you can't play the same game twice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's and true. Then Mass Effect 3 was awesome, but the ending kind of spoiled it for a lot of people. Yeah. Wasn't that Andromeda, I think it was? No, no, no. The actual Mass Effect 3. Remember Mass Effect 3? The ending was so poorly received that they re-released the ending. In a downloadable. Yes, I, I remember. remember? I forgot about that. Remember, they, people hated the Mass yes. Effect 3 ending. It was so badly received that they were just like, oh, we're sorry. It was like the Sonic the Hedgehog thing that just happened. It was just like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, let's let's, let's okay. hit the redo button. <laughs> All right. Basically. So, mm-hmm. That's a... Uh, we need the Infinity pretty, Gauntlet. That's, that's quite a few uh, game, uh, game types that we got, th- we got through, yeah. Did everybody go on that one? Yes, so, yeah. yes, indeed. Absolutely. Yeah, I think we're good. Eli barely made it through, but he got through it. And, you know, he he kind of never played that game, but he loves it. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. Barely yeah. ever played it. Doesn't really remember it, but it's his favorite game of all time. Yeah, yeah. baby. All right. So what is that? We wrapping this, up, yeah. this part think, up? Uh, yeah, I think this is just part one. Uh, part two should be coming to you. You know, at some point in the future, we'll probably get, go through uh, a couple things that we didn't hit our, on our list, which is... Uh, a couple more genres. Uh, yeah, I got an adventure game, uh, best online game, best sports game. Can't wait which, to talk about that one. You know, that one's probably going to be all you guys. I didn't really play any sports games. And uh, <gasps> we also got horror, which... Oh, I have really one. I already oh, have man. one, too. Oh, I think we all got it. We're all going to have a good one for that. But yeah, so... Uh, Save it for the next one. Spoiler. 
All right, so we're going to call this. Um, thank you for joining us on our inaugural episode of Get Geek, uh, the Get Geek podcast. Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, please join us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Tumblr. Join the Get Geek community. And from everyone here, this is Walt. I'd like to say goodnight. And until the next episode, gentlemen. Peace. This is AJ bidding the adieu. Haha, <laughs> you'll get it if you knew us from the previous podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is Wolfie. Stay geek. Yo, yo. This is Jose. We'll see you on episode two soon. This is Eli, uh, Supreme, never Gucci, uh, out. Peace. You'll also get that if you followed our previous podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Stay right. geeky, people. Later, people. <laughs>